So before I have to bust a cap like Bun B, make sure you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. You guys can also follow my personal Twitter at It's Chris, that's I-T-S underscore K-H-R-I-S. Spotify users, don't forget to follow the Shenanigans playlist. You'll see my logo. You'll know it's me. It's filled with music from all of my intros, as well as any few gems that I like to put in. Anyway, episode 36 is on the way, so let's get into it. another week it's me you guys are not sick of me yet um that's dope (laughs) so let's just get into this episode um I wanted to take a second um because I saw the essence cover I don't know if it's for um, I'm assuming it's for May um and it's just um beautiful it's Diddy and his three daughters, uh, let me not fuck their names up, um, Jesse James, Delilah Starr, and then, um, the, oh god, what's the other girl's name, Ba-ba-ba-ba. Chance, that's her name, okay, so, they're on the cover with their dad, it's fucking beautiful, the cover story is essentially, um, just, talking to Diddy about, you know, Kim Porter and how we abruptly lost her, um, last year and, you know, how he is adjusting. Um, and I read a little bit of it. Um, you know, he was just discussing about, you know, how, when everybody first found, or when he first found out about Kim, how he went to the lengths that he went to, to make sure that his kids didn't hear it from anybody else but him. He cut Christian's cell phone off, Um, you know, he immediately sent people to go get the girls from school, like all that, so that he had an opportunity and not social media. So that was pretty cool of him. Um, Kim passed at at 46, um, four children, of course, the two twins, Jesse James and Delilah Starr, Christian, um, and then Quincy, we all know from a previous relationship, um, so, you know, at this point, Diddy's got six kids, but it seems like he's doing a really good job. Um, I frequent his Instagram a lot and he's just doing a lot with the girls. Um, something that he told Essence that I thought was pretty interesting was that, um, the twins, um, Jesse, uh, James and Delilah Starr are actually very, have been very instrumental in him being able to get, not past it, but get through it. Um, you know, these are, these are 12 year old kids and we so often ignore the things that kids this, these at this age, um, say or feel. And I think that sometimes, a lot of times we can learn some shit from them. So, um, yeah, you know, um, I see him, um, he's, he just see, I'm not saying that he wasn't active before, but I can, I know and can tell that he's like fully invested in making sure that they continue to transition out of this bad part of their life, um, as healthy and as happy as possible. Um, so that's really, really dope. Um, you know, Diddy as a person, I don't, it's iffy with him. Like sometimes I think he's a jerk. Sometimes I think he's not. So really up in the air, but when you see stuff like this, like it definitely humanizes him again for me. Um, cause you know, he just be on extra, 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 extras. Um, but you know, 
I'm just proud of him um, from being able to get past this. Um, we all know that he's super hurt. I mean, I guess you would feel super hurt too if the person that you was stringing along and pretending to, you know, not pretending, but you know, the person that you had the opportunity to marry, to be with, um, and you was out here doing any and everything else. And now she's gone. So I imagine that he must, that he, he's hurt. I mean, you know, they've been lifelong, like forever friends, you know, and you know, family shit so um yeah so anyway the essence cover again it's fuck it it's beautiful um the all the girls look like him it's in the craziest thing um but yeah it's i'm pretty sure it's the may cover um and you guys should check it out um you know i i'm my segue um involves the fact that black people what am I trying to say? I don't know. People don't care about us enough, but I feel like y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say, you know, Kim died of complications of the flu. She had been to the doctor. Everybody's like, nah, ain't nothing wrong with you, girl. Go home, blah, blah, blah. And there was something wrong. Um, and I just want us to be able to speak on those things when people neglect us mislead us dismiss us um so yeah so speaking of being dismissed and just completely ignored there is a situation at howard university white people have started to inhabit inhabit the surrounding areas of the hbcu okay gentrification we're all totally aware of it we understand that it's happening we may not like it but it's happening um um, so anyway howard university has a campus like most other universities and for some reason the caucasian people around the college feel comfortable enough to come and walk their dogs on the lawn of the university, take shit, take let the dog take shits, pee on trees, all that stuff. Guys, dogs will pee and poop wherever, right? But wherever you take them or wherever they go. So these people are intentionally taking their dogs to this grassy area that's used for graduations. That's a fucking, forget all that. It is a fucking college yard. Kids like to rest and relax, study, what, whatever the case may be is the point is that I thought that that property belonged to the university. Okay. So people are walking their dogs and shitting on the lawn and even having picnics. So at first I'm like, okay, you know, maybe the dog dragged you over to the grass. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was like a one-time thing. But you motherfuckers are packing up lunches to go walk onto a university's property to sit in the yard and have... You're not... DC don't have no more grass areas. Is that what you're saying? Just be, I've never been there, so I want to be clear. If it doesn't have any other grass area, then fine. But something fucking tells me it has other fucking grass area. 
This is so fucking disturbing and annoying that the fucking university had to be like, hey guys, can you get your fucking dogs off my lawn? Hey bitch, can you get your fucking Pinot Grigio off my fucking lawn? Like, listen, I didn't get to, I didn't have the lovely pleasure of attending an HBCU. I went to one of those other schools and there's nothing wrong with that but there would have been no fucking way in hell that some people that didn't go to the school were not about to be enrolled in the school somebody that wasn't taking a fucking college tour there was no way that a motherfucker could just leave their house to come and sit in our grass and have a picnic or take they they little raggedy ass dogs like I don't this literally makes no sense and the only thing that the only sense I can make out of of it is the fact that people don't fucking respect us they don't they don't fucking respect our space they don't fucking respect they don't not just nothing just all facets of of us being alive just people just don't fucking respect it um and that's a fucking problem I mean we're talking about a university that has been in this area for like ever like you know what i'm saying um so it's not like y'all was on the grass first and then they sat the school on top of where your dog be shitting like no the school was always here and your raggedy you just brought your you and your raggedy dog over here to just be disrespectful um and the fact that it even that like i said the the university had to reach out to be like guys so as of right now people cannot walk their dogs in the grass but i don't know if that's gonna stop motherfuckers from eating cheese sandwiches or whatever i don't know what people eat on picnics because i don't sit in the grass and let ants touch my food but whatever like whatever you eat on those okay um i don't know that that's that they've been told they can't do that but like why do we have to constantly tell white people that they can't do stuff we have a long motherfucking list of things that we cannot do okay and I don't, I'm not gonna, it's most of, honestly, fuck it. Most of it is solely based on our color, okay? So we got a long motherfucking list of things that we can't do. And yet you motherfuckers just go out of your way and above and beyond to just disrespect our spaces because you didn't know you couldn't do that. Like that literally makes no sense. Like, please, if, please, if anybody has a fucking story about how they went to a a college, whether it be HBCU or not, and people were just allowed to walk on the fucking campus with their raggedy ass dogs and their raggedy ass cheese sandwiches, if I'm wrong, and maybe, and, and, and this experience is something that other people experience, please let me know, but I am pretty fucking positive, like I said, nobody walked their asses on that Caucasian ass campus to do nothing but fucking go to their class or register for a class, and if you don't have nothing to do with that university, you could not be on that fucking property, so the fact these motherfuckers are waking up, putting their yoga pants on, and walk their little stupid ass dogs, literally makes no sense, and I'm sorry guys, it's no slander to dogs, whatever, um, just these fucking dogs, okay? (laughs) But like, my god, the people just go out of their way to try to make us uncomfortable. They go out of their way to make us outraged. Like, I just, it literally makes no sense. Speaking (laughs) of shit that I'm outraged about. So God bless America. You guys have heard the song. Apparently the Philadelphia Flyers, they play that shit like almost at the beginning of every game. They said it's a good luck charm whatever okay i guess the yankees also um like to play it um i guess it had been a fixture in their game since uh 9 11 
Okay, cool. All that's cool. Cool. But the person that sang, I don't know if she wrote it, but the person that sang the song God Bless America, her name is Kate Smith. Um, she was a star in the 30s and 40s, um, did Broadway musicals. Um, so here's where, here's where it gets a little mad, mad. Okay. So cool. Y'all love y'all fucking, y'all love y'all song. God bless America. Cool. Fine. Whatever. Right. Um, she also has some hits. I don't know if you've heard of them, <laughs> but, um, in 1933, she started a film called Hello Everybody and she sang a, a song called Pick a Ninny heaven the song asked um well they said colored children back then it living in an orphanage to dream about a magical place with great big old watermelons huh what are what okay so um oh excuse me um so picking any heaven was a hit of hers also that's why darkies were born and somewhere in the lyrics is like somebody had to pick the cotton Listen, so anyway, fast forward, right? Like 10 years or whatever. Like, um, God Bless America uh, was written by the, um, the, uh, composer Irving Berlin. And then this bitch sings it. So ever since then, okay. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I literally cannot get That's Why Darkies Were Born out of my head. Not like I listened to the song, but just the idea that somebody would have the gall to, like, sing a song like that. And it's literally about, like, picking cotton and planting food corn and being able to sing, and that's why we were born. Like, like. So, now, in the light of all this information being received, the Yankees have pulled the song the flyers have pulled the song i don't know who else will pull the song there's also um a statue of her at the wells fargo center in philadelphia that has been black sheeted they have not like moved it or nothing but they've like put black and shit all around it um they asked her family and i'm not really sure what the fuck purpose this was they asked her family um about you know what's happening and her family is very much like upset that the teams have stopped playing um kate's version of god bless america her aunt her niece says that she's appalled because aunt Catherine was probably one of the most kindest people i'd ever met she certainly was anything but a prejudiced person she loved everybody so how do you say that about somebody sure that you knew but also was singing these racist ass songs like how could you possibly knowing the information that the teams know enough to pull the songs which means you know the information well how could you still say that honestly guys if they went back and somebody in my in my family was racist and it was like causing controversy how could i i couldn't say it i either wouldn't i wouldn't either wouldn't have a comment or i'd have to like be real and that realness is either going to come out really racist like you know what I'm saying or really defend either way like it I don't know fuck I don't fucking know this is so stupid um so you know they're upset that the um you know that they're not singing they're not playing the song she um I guess after she died in 1986 um the team put up the statue of her and they're really upset about that um 
they're insisting that uh, the songs were not racist. And I just don't really understand how you can insist that. But white people be white people. And so anyway, um, moving on. Speaking of white people, how about them white walkers? <laughs> so again, I'm my plan when I go through the Game of Thrones episodes is not to like spoil it, but to give the people that have watched it just enough and then to give the people that haven't seen it like the juice to fucking want to go see it um I don't really have a lot for this episode only because if I have if I go into everything that I like went into like this week watching it this is going to be the the rest of the episode and I can't do that so (laughs) but what I will say is that we're finding out some information about what the fuck is happening and as far as everybody can tell next week it is going down okay um the motherfucking night king is on his motherfucking way he got his fucking dead ass army behind him super ready to go like to kill it right like literally so okay we all know bran right and he like the fucking three-eyed raven or some shit like okay so (laughs) first of all shout out to fucking Tyrion for fucking being like bro what the fuck is your deal because people have just like Bran like okay so he fucking you know everybody knows what happened to Bran he broke his fucking leg went to the fucking weird tree like blah 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 okay so then he kind so like now he's like super like all seeing like literally and so he's like nobody really is asked about like how the fuck he became the three-eyed raven like what does that even mean nobody's like really inquiring about this and my nigga came sat down and was like bro like literally we have all night please explain where the fuck you've been why the fuck you're like this why do you keep staring at people so strange like so i love that he was trying to get the tea like but the real tea is what bran was saying when they were in the war room right so pretty much guys the night king at first okay so i was thinking i don't even know what i was thinking like as we see the episodes you know like where the fucking the night king like sees bran and his like visions and then when he ended up like grabbing him i don't know i just was like he probably was just like what the fuck is you doing like the fact that you can do this i need to get rid of i need to get rid of you but really it's because he's trying to get rid of the world's his like memory so i think that that's so he's not trying to kill bran because he's bran he's trying to kill bran or he that he's the three-eyed raven but he's trying to kill bran because like when he when my when listen when my nigga the night king say he's trying to wipe all of us out he's trying to wipe everybody out including memories of mankind in general so that's what i think is gonna happen um with now with that new information because last week i was like aria for the win and with this new information uh is anybody gonna be left guys like i know we keep like arguing about or not arguing but having healthy conversations <laughs> about who's gonna take the iron throne and stuff but like honestly after last after this last episode it might not fucking be there is maybe there won't be an iron throne like maybe nobody fucking wins like this is gonna be the deadliest week of our lives like between this between the new episode of uh game of thrones coming this uh weekend and the fucking avengers movie like how many people do i like have like how many people have to die you know what i'm saying like but i'm I'm kind of low-key high-key here for it so again i don't want to spoil game of thrones but that's what's happening um get into it it's really great um 
<laughs> Somebody called Aria the girl who has no orgasms. So hilarious. Um, okay, so <laughs> speaking um, of girls who are fucking, in my opinion, killing it. Shout out to Aria. Um, I want to talk about Abigail Disney for a second. Um, now Abigail is an is the heir um, to the Disney family. She is the granddaughter of the company co-founder, Roy Disney. Um, I guess um, at one point, uh, either last year or this year, she wrote a think piece um, about where she acknowledged that um, there was such, there's a huge wage inequality at the Walt Disney Company. Um, like when we talk about like the higher ups and the execs. So pretty much homegirl said, I want you guys to give 50% of the executive bonuses to the lowest paid employees. So, will they do it? <laughs> I don't know. But listen, I like the balls. You know what I'm saying? I really do. But, I mean, the message that she was pretty much trying to um, drive home was the the difference. Um, we're talking about Bob... Um, is it Eager? Iger? Bob Iger's pay, um, which I the article says it amounts to about $66 million. That is over a thousand times. And I want to give you the exacts. It's 1,424 times that of a median salary of a Disney employee, which is 46,000, a little over 46,000. So that's the biggest, that's the difference. We're talking about like the lowliest employee is making about 46, one, right? while Bob is up here making 66 million a pay ratio that large is fucking insane um and I know that the Florida resort resorts are working to make 15 per hour um uh for all the uh the the employees there by 2021 California increased their pay to the um for the Disneyland uh, parks to 15 an hour but guys where are we getting listen I know a lot of people are excited and you know about that 15 and that's a start it definitely is but who the fuck is telling y'all that $15 an hour is enough to live it doesn't even really matter where you live like that shit is not really feasible still and again I hear you you know what I'm saying because minimum wage is like 725 um I think in some places so like I hear you but $15 is still not enough, which is why I'm totally behind Abigail saying this because like, Bob, you got $66 million. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if we're talking about like a, the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest fraction or percentage of what he's bringing in, like you got no, I don't think anybody, unless you've been there, will truly understand how large of a, you know what I'm saying? A difference that that would make don't y'all get so tired of like having like wage arguments and stuff like that like oh my god this is sickening so I don't know if they're gonna do it um I know that Disney stock is doing well so I don't see why not um it just kind of at this point with her being so vocal about it it just kind of makes the company look bad or Bob look bad if they don't but I don't know you know how white people or excuse me not even white people you know how rich people love to hang on to their money so probably not speaking of rich people <laughs> um Kanye West Kardashian <laughs> had um 
church you know well he's been having church now since what since january i think he was doing it in calabasas um but on this past sunday because it's the um the second weekend of coachella or it was he did it out there um like so like fifty thousand, or was it 50,000 people came i know 50,000 people were at coachella i can't remember i can't remember that part but anyway so i guess coachella did not like his stage idea which is why he didn't perform at coachella this year so he's just he's he did one of his sunday services um it's intimate but it'd be on inst on kim's instagram um and yeah so anyway <laughs> so he does this at um i'm sorry i'm just at a loss for words because i don't really understand what he's doing here um but we'll talk about that in a second so um all these people at coachella right here's a few things that were bothering me um why the fuck was it in bird's eye view can anybody explain that to me like it was like we were looking down a, a telescope like i don't I don't understand why he did that. I really feel like he does that because he likes to annoy people. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. So, um, before you go and listen to your boy Kanye and all of his friends, I think, uh, Rihanna was there um dmx said a few words you know cuddy's always there um you know um <laughs> uh there was some church clothes on sale um and we're talking about stuff um that that costs like 225 we're talking about shirts mauve like raggedy looking sweatshirts for 225 the socks were 50 um, the t-shirt was like 70, the pants were like, it was just, but you know what, one thing I can't say about Kanye is it doesn't really matter how much he charges for his shitty stuff, like, some of you motherfuckers are going to buy it, and that's cool, I just don't want to look like I'm in a cult, um, you know, like, and that's how everybody was dressed, like, they were like in cotton tunics, um, dusty ponchos like it was just i don't know i don't i don't i don't like that look i don't get it um but i was i'm um, watching and i think she was sharon osborne she was like making um you know talking about the sunday service or whatever and like i dislike kanye and i don't really care for like tuning in for his sunday services but i do understand like the right he has to do it and I think that um, when uh, Sharon Osbourne was talking about it, she was kind of like like making fun of it, like which whatever, right? Um, but I I feel like she was trying to make it seem like he can't do that, and like then we get into like religious people and like what they deem to be re religion and things like that. I don't think that kind what Kanye is 
doing is wrong annoying maybe wrong no because he can and does do whatever the fuck he wants to do um you know so and she's just I, like i don't know if people think it's blasphemous i'm not really sure like what the f- true feel of all this is but i don't know that it's blasphemous because i mean it's essentially church like it's not a concert and it's like church because like dmx was like you know doing like a prayer and shit um and shit i probably shouldn't have said that but you know he was doing a prayer and you know it's a choir mostly they're singing you know kanye songs or whatever but like it's it's supposed to give you the feel of church um and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think church is wherever you need it to be um i don't know i don't like and again i'm not getting i don't want to get too deep into it because like I don't even know, I don't, I'm starting to even question if whether you can call what he's doing a church, church or not, because like we're singing, like we're, we're talking, isn't it mostly about him? And if it's mostly about him, we probably need to find another word for it. But then again, like, again, like who are we, you know? Um, it does look cultish. So (laughs) I will say that. Um, but I don't think Kanye has the mental capacity to pull off a cult right now. Um, so yeah, (laughs) uh, let me see. Lala was there. Travis Scott was there. You know, he, he can get people to come to places. Like, I I just always wonder how everybody feels after leaving a Kanye thing. Like, do do you feel weird? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like... you know what I'm saying like do you feel like a little less a little less empty a little bit more empty I just wonder what people's experiences are after leaving um Sunday service um let me see who else yeah I don't know but anyway um this isn't the first time that somebody's brought religious to Coachella I think Justin Bieber did some uh church music churchy music before so like that's not the issue I don't think anybody cares about that I just, I don't know. I and I really hated the bird's eye. Like I probably, I probably could have watched more of it if that lens, what that ugly, stupid ass, like fish eye. Like I just don't understand what they were going for, um, cinematography wise. But whatever, none of my business. Um, so anyway, Kanye in the desert with lavender on. <laughs> Um, okay, speaking of the Kardashians, your girl Kim wants to be a lawyer, and everybody's kind of, like, making fun of her for it, and yes, it's hilarious, (laughs) it is fucking hilarious, but you guys forget that it's not that far-fetched, it's not that far off, um, you know, her dad, Robert Kardashian, was a huge lawyer, you know what I'm saying, like a huge successful lawyer, so it's not really out of the realm that, that, you know, like, it's not like she doesn't have any experience with this, um, and then to be honest, y'all, I I know you guys are like, oh, like, she has money, like, she's probably doing it the other way, but honestly, it seems like she's, like, really serious about this and you know if it's for reform and for you know i'm saying like uh you know miss justice i'm all for it and it seems like that's kind of the the road that she's taking and i think that's super dope um 
I think I think we we should get past that part where we're like making fun of Kim. Like, yeah, she says some stu- stupid stuff, and yeah, she has an ugly cry face. But like, here she is, really trying to make a difference and make a difference outside of porn. And I said porn like she did it a bunch of times, but out of a sex tape, out of makeup, out of her brand. Like, I think that this is an opportunity for her to show us that she is multifaceted. And we have to believe as much as we probably don't want to, we have to believe that there was something a little bit more than her manufactured body that got Kanye intrigued. Yes, he's a lunatic, but he's also a Gemini. And as a fellow Gemini, we strive to have our our brains nurtured. You know what I'm saying? Like we enjoy an intelligent conversation, things like that. So that's what that this is what gives me the idea that I don't know if Kim is playing games when she be on TV with y'all. I don't know what's happening, but I don't think that I think that us downing her for trying to do this and 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 attacking like what she's mentally capable of is kind of whack. Um so let's not fucking do that and let's just see what happens. Now if the bitch gets to the bar and fails it, then she failed it and We'll, we'll catch the memes then. But, like, until, like, I think you guys should give her a chance. And, again, she is rallying behind some stuff that a lot of you are behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, she rallied behind Centoya. Like, a lot of things that I think that she's trying to do. Um, she, is, I, I think that this is going to help her do that even more. And if I can be honest, like... I don't know what kind of like backlash, but like is Kim like Kim is like low key representing for the culture a little bit better than Kanye is now these days. So I don't know. You guys can do whatever you want with that information. Um, <laughs> so normally it's Florida, man. Um, this time it's just like Florida, man. Listen. It's a lot of stuff happening in Florida this week, guys. Um, I'm going to start with uh, there is a sanctuary city ban that legislator, legislation has passed in Florida. Um, now, all that really means is that when... Let me see how I can explain this. Pretty much, it would put um, immigrants at risk constantly so this it would be the the bill will require um the local state and law uh, state law enforcement state and sorry let me start over state and local law enforcement agencies to cooperate with the u.s immigration and customs uh, by turning over undocumented immigrants to federal to the federal government um now and then, again, if any local police departments don't comply, they would be punished. So that just means just going and just harassing people, okay? Now, we're not talking about the murderers and the rapists, so I don't know if it's any, any of you, you kind of people out there that are listening to this and they like, oh, well, immigrants are bad, and I don't know if there's any of you out there, but fuck yourself. Um, not all immigrants are bad. Not most immigrants are bad. Most of these people just come because they wanted, they needed, they need, not even want, they need another opportunity. Um, and 
we are not holding our side of the bargain like at one point like weren't we the country to come to when people weren't um getting the the experiences and the opportunities that they weren't that we could offer in our country um and now we're just kind of shitting on that um we're talking about people that are going to have that have been been in regular jobs you know not menaces to society that at this point if anybody knows that you're undocumented you have the risk of being deported you're putting immigrants at risk of violence and potentially forcing people to stay silent for fear of deportation. Um, and people, I feel like it's important that if you're a part of a, a community, a city, that if you choose to have a say, I feel like you should. And now this is going to probably shut a lot of people up because they fear deportation. I don't know what it's going to mean for people in workplaces. I don't know if bosses are going to start sweeping the fucking floor and, you know, calling ice at lunch pe- at lunch breaks. I don't know. Um, but it's just like Florida is just getting to the point where it's like it's almost okay if it broke off and, fl- and went to the sea. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, I don't know what's happening down there. Um, so, meanwhile, while everybody will be... Uh, threatening and harassing immigrants in Florida. The Florida Senate also just voted to let teachers bring guns in the classroom. I'm interested to know what you guys think about this. Yeah, um, because it's it's an interesting, touchy subject. Because on one hand, you have, we live in a country where school shootings happen more fucking often than we like to admit than we like to acknowledge. Um, and we're not really doing much to change it. Um, we seem to keep putting in laws that keep putting guns in people's hands instead of taking them out. I Again, I don't understand what that's about. But anyway, I digress. Um, and I... So, I mean, on, on that end, I understand why teachers would think that it may be important to be armed. You know, we're talking about Parkland that just happened uh, in February of last year. Um, and again, that's just naming the one that came to, to national attention. There's literally a, sh- a school shooting, like literally almost every day, and we just never fucking know it. Um, so on that end of the spectrum, I can understand the argument for teachers having guns. Okay? I get it. But... And this is a big ass butt. As an African American, as a black person, as a nigga, I would feel very apprehensive of sending my 10-year-old son into a classroom with a white teacher that has a gun. Um, people are so afraid of black kids, of Hispanic kids, of, and mo- of honestly most people of color, generally, right? But I have to speak on what I know and what I know is black people stuff and they are constantly in fear of us, in fear of our men specifically, 
but me too, you know? Um, but knowing that, how do we know that a simple disagreement in class, in the class, a simple anything in the classroom won't result in someone's kid not coming home? And not because there was a shooter outside and not because something happened after school, but because in third period, Mr. Smith couldn't control the classroom and felt like your son was the cause of it and shot him. I know that that may sound out of the fucking park crazy, but I think we also have to be mentally prepared to hear a story like that. When we're talking about putting guns into people's hands I think we got I, and it's not saying that they're gonna just gonna hand out guns like lollipops they're gonna have to go to a program and all of that stuff and all of that stuff is cool but you're still putting guns in front of, in, in the hands of people that are generally not equipped to handle situations like that There are cops that are equipped to handle situations like that and still get scared and still kill us and still kill us. So I I would have a very hard time sending my black son, my black daughter into someone's classroom with a gun, knowing that they had one, knowing that chances are no matter how it ends up being used the school and everybody else is probably going to take the teacher's side i just think that we all have to be mentally fucking prepared to start hearing some of these stories um especially in fucking florida like florida is the craziest fucking place in the world like I don't, I literally think it's the craziest place in the world. Like we hear so many crazy batshit ass stories from Florida, people eating people's faces off people getting, I mean, the, the story of a black man getting shot happens everywhere, but like, this is, this is too much. Um, I just, guys, the answer to gun control is never and has never been more guns it's not we all know and that's so crazy is that i feel like it this is such a broken record that the people that are clearly voting against it have to know that they're wrong and it's all it's all a money grab of course because the nra and all that bullshit but like guys that is this is not the resolution for keeping people safe it's not like this it can't be it literally can't be um, we, I don't even know what to do. I mean, I don't know. Um, if anybody lives in Florida, I would love to hear your take on that. Um, but yeah, man, this is crazy. Like, and like, I can't, like, I literally can't like a, co- a fucking gym coach. Could you imagine a fucking crazy, scare, racist ass co- gym teacher? Just one just you know what i'm saying just oh quiet down over there and there's still you know kids still talking and then you just sh- shots ring out like I, i'm gonna have nightmares about this y'all like i'm not okay with this i'm not okay with this 
Um, I, and like I said, I know that they're going to go through testing, psychological testing, and they have to have a minimum of 144 hours of firearm training. All that's super cool and all that's super well. People felt people trick tests all the time. I don't know. And honestly, sometimes people pass psychological tests and still have something wrong with them, y'all. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to make me believe that giving guns to teachers is the way to stop school violence. It's only going to make it worse. And then think about it. I don't care how many hours of train time you have with firearms. If a school shooting was really happening, like, how do I even, how can I even trust that you're going to be able to react fast enough? Yeah, you know how to use it. Are you going to react fast enough? I mean, like, we're, we're, we're asking teachers to be equipped for some shit that they shouldn't even have to be equipped for. If we're being honest and if, and the way that we resolve that is taking the issue back to the basics, which is gun control, gun control. That's it. All right, guys. So it is time for the one up for the week. This week, um, it's pretty simple. I try to really keep it simple every week, but it's going to continue to be simple like this. Guys, stop getting on the internet and shaming people for things that they like, things that they appreciate, things that they enjoy, because your boring ass doesn't. There are some people on this earth that understand and accept that we only truly have one of these lives to live. So that's what they're doing. And stop shaming people on the internet. That shit is so sickening. Like, I mean, and we're talking about we're grown ass people and people are taught having sexual, not sexual conversations on the internet, but having conversations about, you know, sexual things on the internet, like things that they're into, things like that. And here you are not answering the question, but just hovering over it, just kink shaming. Like we're too old for like, are we not too old for that? Like, and I've and just guys and these keyboard gangsters like shout out to you guys um you know and you know what's so funny is that sometimes I feel like I've called myself that sometimes because like I'll see something and it just pisses me off so bad that like I have to just say something and like I be feeling real keyboard gangsterish but like I pull up though <laughs> yeah but everybody just take a chill pill um Life sucks sometimes, but you gotta find the good in it. So that's what I'm doing, and I hope you do the same. (laughs) Alright guys, so this is episode 36 in the books. (laughs) Okay, so until next time, I will see you guys later. Bye!